0: They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: You're listening to the Design Build Hunt podcast presented by Whitetail Partners. Here we cover all things whitetail property design, habitat improvement, and hunting strategy. Let's change your property for good. All right. Episode three of Design Build Hunt. I'm your host, Josh Raley, and I've got Sam Billhorn of Whitetail Partners, Wisconsin on the line with me once again. Sam, welcome back. Hey, it's good to be here. Got some good stuff to cover. Absolutely. Absolutely. As always, and and looking forward to so many of the topics, man, as we sat and mapped out, you know, what is to come for this podcast There are so many things. At first I was thinking, okay, how do we cover it? You know, you're trying to fill dates. And then all of a sudden you find yourself asking the question of how do we find the time for, for Mm -hmm. all of this? Like, how do we possibly fit all of this in to, to a weekly release? Because there is no shortage of good stuff to talk about, but you know, we're here right now at the beginning of deer season and folks are, are very excited, but all the topics are flowing and it's a, it's a tough one, but I did want to circle back to something that you've mentioned previously. Right now where you are, you're seeing a bumper crop, it sounds like, of hard mast in the timber. And we're seeing the same Mm -hmm. things down here in Georgia from our red oaks. Our white oaks, not so much this year, but the red oaks are dropping prolifically and they are all around. So uh, can you give us a quick tip about how you might approach hunting that time of year when you've got a bumper crop and... Man, honestly, it really spreads the deer out.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think, too, it it allows those mature bucks, which is often what we're after, to maintain their core area that much longer. They will stay where they are because they have what they need. And in the summer, it might be an agricultural field or crops or situation. Maybe it's the shade. And some of the habitat that they need in their their daytime uh, movements is changing, right? So the, uh, you know, what the, what's going on in the timber right now is changing. But because they have so much of that, I, I really think that they're still hunkered down. And unless you know that, know where that is, uh, by all means, make a strike, especially if it's permission property, there's other hunters that are going to be there in the rut, it's public land, all those things. Go after them. You know, make make that strike if you have that. Uh, those oak groves that you know of that are uh, good producers Um, you you might be spot on and I don't want to discourage anybody from hunting at any point in the season there's opportunity Um, but that's my approach is I'm I'm kind of sitting back waiting on that pre-rut time frame
1: right it's a little harder to uh, to get on that buck when he's laying in his bed and he has acorns hitting him in the head all day
2: right Uh, I was (laughs) in the stand a week ago or yeah this past week and I felt like I needed a hard hat on. It was just uh, <laughs> rain and acorns. I I tried to make a recording of it. It didn't turn out right, but man, to sit there and just hear pop, 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 it was it was nonstop.
1: Right, and those can be really good if you if you can find a year where only one tree is doing that. You know, that can that can be yeah. a really magical setup. I know at least for us in the south, man, we love that this time of year. But when they're all doing that, it's a lot different.
2: Yeah, the whole timber is just covered in acorns right now right Uh, they're gonna they're gonna rot before they all get eaten this year
1: (laughs) well hey it'll be good for the turkeys i know i know sam you're a big turkey Mm -hmm. hunter right so
2: oh yeah (laughs) yeah my turkey hunts are usually about a half hour long and then the chainsaw fires up to start working on habitat so that's right that's right you're out there getting
1: distracted with uh with deer habitat management so uh well along those lines sam we're going to be discussing some of the services that we offer uh with whitetail partners Mm -hmm. today and talking about exactly what it is that we do. Uh, I'm not sure how you want to start with this. Do you want to start from maybe the, the, the quicker, more accessible services that we offer or do you want to start with kind of the bread and butter? Where do you want to go first?
2: Well let's just talk about where we started and, and first of all for people too, if they're listening and have ability to open a web browser, go to our go to our webpage uh, whitetailpartners.com and click on services because we're more or less going to be walking through that while we're talking through today. And, uh, you know, we, let's begin where we, where we started here. Whitetail habitat design and those hunting designs that we're talking about all the time, that is our core business. That is what we are experts in. And, and we certainly are experts in other things as well, but we, we know that stuff inside and out. And that's, that's usually where people, uh, cross paths with us is in, in that lane. So, helping people design their property now from that we diverge a little bit into uh, services of what we provide but we can provide very simple consults we have a two-hour q a we'll get back to the details on some of these but just a quick overview you have A two-hour q a which is maybe somebody who just wants to talk through their property you have a little introduction uh, then we have uh, online des- virtual design server so Basically, doing all that same stuff we would do in person, only it's, it's over a Zoom meeting, like, like we're doing now, and then uh, in designing that property and going through that process. And then there's the full, uh, what you call our bread and butter service, which is the uh, on-site uh, review where we're spending a day or more uh, with that owner, uh, learning them, learning their property, and going through all the, the scouting and the details of the, of the habitat and getting all that input. Um, All these things then leading towards that design, which we provide, and get into the the details of that here in a bit. But, you know, that's kind of an overview of the design piece, which I like to start with. Because that, that again, is where we began uh, in our consulting uh, to help people uh, change their properties.
1: Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that design. You know, when you walk away, and we kind of alluded to it in the last episode, talking about our deliverables. But what are some of the things that people are going to get if they have... Sam or Lee or Greg or Jake or myself come out, do a design for their property, what do they leave
2: with? Sure. Uh, What we strive to do is in that that day, the day that we're meeting is is really getting all those inputs. Uh, We firmly believe that the best design does not come from a one-hour sketch that we finish in hand to them at that time. We can give them those basic ideas. And with some people, I even leave them with some starter projects and things like that. But we believe the best design is taking as much input as we can get, uh, going back to our offices and taking all the resources we have, the online mapping, the design tools, the drawing tools. All these plans are designed electronically. And then when we make our plans, we are not only having the written plan, which is at minimum of 60 pages. A lot of these are 70, 80, 90 pages, depending on the individualized content. But the videos are the most powerful thing, I believe, and, and what we get the best feedback on, which is you know, once we have that electronic design, and by the way, you talked about things that we could go off. If you get me going, which we're going to do here on these, get me going on a habitat breakdown, and we'll share the screen and going through, through a full plan design, Man, I'm excited for that, and you better book some time, because I think those episodes are going to be a little bit longer. But (laughs) back to the topic at hand, we are uh, designing that plan, and then those videos, recording, walking through that plan as if we were uh, explaining it in person. So every single element on that plan, and some of which have hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of elements from food plots to stands to corridors, blinds, hunting access, uh, screens, Timber improvements, I could go on and on. All these things, we're explaining the detail of that uh, slowly and methodically so that they not only understand what the habitat is, but they understand how to hunt it and when to hunt it and why to hunt it uh, is what we're after. We then deliver all that stuff, and uh, they have... uh, is they have a living document. They have something that we can edit and change as that property evolves with that plan, uh, as well as have those uh, videos that they can go back to and watch time and time again as they better learn and understand the approach. Right.
1: As we think through an on-site visit with you, right, the, the precursor to getting these deliverables, um, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about what that looks like because, um, you know, I think they're People do things differently, right? And and there may be an expectation that we're just going to come out, we're going to ride the roads, we're going to kind of get an idea of where we're at, then we're going to head home.
2: Um, That's not quite how we do things. Mm -hmm. One of the first and really, I believe, most important things, uh, people think, you know, you pull up on the property and they're like, hey, you know, come on, let's get in the ATV and go. And I'm like, if we could sit down and talk for just a bit, I think that would be great. And, And that's how I really try and plan the day. Um, maybe that's sitting down if they have a, a cabin or house or a, a shop on the property, or maybe it's meeting them first on, at a restaurant and having breakfast and talking through things because inputs to the design are just as much from the owner as they are from the habitat and the property. And what I mean by that is everyone's goals, resources, abilities, um, the length they plan on uh, owning the property, what their future plans are, what their goals are. Some people might have goals that are within the next year or two uh, that they want to have success and they're going to move on from that property. Other people want to make a multi-generational um, uh, property that they can hand down to you know, the next generation and the one after that and have a long-standing heritage of hunting in their property. And that's something that, you know, two completely different Uh, approaches also resources some people are on tighter budget other people uh, have no limits to what that design could be and they want to maximize everything that they can so that's uh that's uh, that's a tremendous piece of the puzzle that we need to get and having it first is great because if you have that context and then you go out to the field and you do that drive around and scouting and it's i Ideally for me, I like to drive the roads first and kind of get the lay of the land, see where things are at, and then, then you get out and start walking it and go, go back to those detailed spots, try to identify those things. And for me, and I love to teach, for the, me, I like to take as long as we can with that and get as many questions as I can from the owner because what I want to do is introduce to them elements that will be on their plan. I can see that there is pieces of the puzzle uh, when we go out there, like this is absolutely going to be on your plan. And let me explain it to you this tree right here, and I probably have some marking tape in my pocket while I'm doing this. You're going to have a stand on this tree, and here's why. You know, this is one of the best pinch points on your property. And this is why I picked the tree. Uh, this is where the corridor is going, and the water hole is there, and the mock scrape is next to it, and all these details that help them visualize the elements before they even get their hands on that plan.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to burn some of that boot leather. One of my favorite things to hear from, from owners is I've never been to this spot on my property before. I've never been here.
2: (laughs) How often are you getting that? Uh, I didn't think I could hunt this. I didn't think I could hunt this piece. Well, this is the best access. There's a road right there. You could park your truck there and walk into the stand and here they are driving their ATV through the property to get to that back corner. And it's just like uh, opening their eyes to new possibilities. That is, that is fun. Right. Absolutely. All
1: right. So that's a little bit about the on-site day. Um, Talk Mm -hmm. to me about a virtual plan and what might make that a good fit for someone because, um, Mm -hmm. you know, there's some properties I think that lend themselves to that and some that that's going to be a bit more of a challenge to just go with the uh, the virtual service as opposed to an on-site.
2: That's right. And, you know, some people will uh, discount a virtual service to say you, you're missing it. There's, there's pieces here that you can't see. And I'm not going to uh, ignore that statement and say that that's, uh, there's not pieces of truth to that. There's details we're finding when we scout and the deer sign and all those, those things that uh, help us get to that you know 90th percentile of quality of plan that we're after, right? We want it to be complete and thorough and have all the details and we'll miss some of those things. You're not going to have a ninety or hundred percent plan at, um, at with a virtual plan, but the the characteristics. As we've see, been on so many properties, you can instantly see the layout of the timber, the habitat, the agricultural fields, the topography. The and then with all the mapping services we have the. Um, Uh, historical images you can see how you know what the age of timber is you can even identify some species a lot of times and you know we pick up a lot more than someone might think and to have all that context and then you're still able to have that interview right you're learning that owner you're learning how they're approaching things how they're doing it you know those visits can often be two or three hours and sometimes multiple meetings to really get that full context from that person and it's uh, it's while you're not there seeing the tree or the trail or this or that, you're able to give concepts and and all of the same principles apply. You know that hunter access that we're coming from that road that you you've been ignoring uh, all these years, identifying that that can surely be done in a virtual environment where we're and we're meeting on on Zoom. We see each other. We have a plan, a design on the on the screen, and going through that uh, and it's excellent communication. Uh, you're learning and teaching all of the same principles, and they're gaining a wealth of knowledge. And, and it's at a price point that is where many people need to be. You know, they're not uh, either able or ready to do more on-site or have on-site consulting, and that's okay. We can provide a good service for those folks uh, and advance their development of their property, uh, you know, much more than they would be able to do is than if they uh, just tried to study it on themselves. themselves. It's it's a great value uh, for the work that they're getting.
1: Right? Are there any properties or types of properties that that you just look at and you say, you know what? I would be happy to do this for you, but you're really not going to be well served by a virtual plan. We we really need to do a little bit more.
2: Yeah, you know, it's uh, that's a great question. And I think there's pieces of that that we need to identify our assumptions when we get that, or we're we're needing on-site knowledge. Um, Some people will go out and get high-quality drone video of their property, which answers so many of those questions we couldn't see in the detail of the mapping services we have, or... um, you know, they they have firsthand knowledge of, of some things. Like maybe they'll go out and map all the deer trails on their property and lay that out and hand it to you. That's a wonderful thing to do. If somebody wants to do some of that legwork and provide those resources, a lot of times they can answer those questions of the things we would not be able to see. Um, uh, properties that are in, you know, that have very little topography a lot of times wet ground and things like this it's difficult to know where those deer patterns are uh, unless you have uh, either that first hand knowledge or you're looking at some of the mapping softwares that we are as far as seeing that uh, that one foot topo map of how the you know two feet in that type of terrain can make all the difference in the world as far as where the deer are at and looking at some of those resources i think um that's what sets us apart, rather than just, you know, here's a single satellite image. Draw a plan. Right, right. So, when it comes to that to that
1: topography piece, um, can you can you go into just a little bit of, you know, some of the things that you're taking into consideration when it comes to, you know, the final design of a plan, just real quick, because you you've mentioned how, you know, in some wetlands, two feet can make all the difference. So, what are some of the things you're mm-hmm. taking into consideration there with the topo?
2: Yeah, so uh, when I'm looking at a virtual design, I am hyper focused, and, and I would say this of a of an on site visit as well. But I've seen it and confirmed it. But I'm hyper focused on the topography maps to, to know where those lines of travel are. And you know, I've I've been on you know a lot of properties, and our other managers have been on on, on many properties as well. That we've seen enough that you can look and predict with high confidence. Where those major travel routes are, or at least the ability to develop corridors, which our designs are heavily focused on, is developing that uh, predictable deer travel throughout your property. Uh, You can see that, and you know where that is, especially, and I've spoiled, a lot of my stuff that I do is in hill country. And, you know, for me specifically to talk to that is, I, I can look at a piece of ground in hill country and within minutes tell you where, The three best stands are on that piece of ground without ever going there
1: right right yeah yeah it comes back to a topic that i'm sure we're gonna we're going to get to at some point in this uh not this episode but in future episodes uh that allows us to do our work is is deer doing deer things right like deer behaving in certain ways when it comes to you know if there's a if there's a real steep ridge and a nice bench well you can pretty much bank on deer using that bench in specific kinds of ways. Or if there's a a big washout, I know Common there where you are a lot in that southwestern Wisconsin region, you've got a real good washout. Well, you can pretty much bet at the top of that drainage, you're probably going to have some very, very good deer movement that's going to create some predictable pre-rut and rut travel for you and and an excellent stand site. So let's jump into the Q&A portion then. You know, if folks don't want to go with an on-site, they don't want to go with a virtual design but they want some help on their property, and they want another eye. Maybe they're just looking for another perspective for a little while. Tell me about the Q and A service.
2: Yeah, so that's a that's step one for anybody that uh, uh, maybe just wanna wants to get some initial information. It's more of a and we're going to give that courtesy evaluation call to anybody. We let them let them know and try and pair them up with a service of what they can have. So anybody who just wants to explore things with us, just give any one of us a phone call and. That consultation call is always free just to, to see what they might need and to help them get started. But that two-hour Q&A is, is, a, is the next step up from that. Again, it's that Zoom meeting. It's looking at their property, it's, and it's answering their questions. You know, a lot of times I tell people, hey, write down as many questions as you possibly can think of about your property, and that's what we'll talk about because that's, that is what it's about is giving our take on what we're seeing there Uh, and, And answering their questions. And then a lot of times that leads us into teaching design concepts. So we'll talk about, okay, let me answer your question. And then let me also show you the principle behind my answer to educate you and better understand your property. And sometimes people will follow up with that kind of leads into more of a coaching format where we might have two or three meetings, and it's not necessarily doing that full design, but it's, it's continuing to answer their questions and help them along. And having those little bits of, of, of information when they need it. Um, and also, a lot of times, it's these people that they know their property inside and out. And they, they think they have many things figured out, but they just want a fresh perspective. It's a good opportunity to say, here's what I'm doing. What would you do differently? Mm-hmm. And I love those calls of people that know their property inside and out and, and have had success. But they, they want to continue to find new ways to do it. and that's, Those are always really enjoyable calls.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Absolutely. So whether you go with a Q&A session or whether you go
1: with a virtual design, whether you go with a, a full on-site visit from us, at the end of all of this, you're going to have some homework, right? You're going to have the work of implementing what you have picked up from us, whether that be just mm-hmm. in the two hours or whether that be in a weekend that we've spent with you walking your property and then give you the, the, the design, the plan, the videos, everything. You've got some homework to do. When it comes to follow-up services that are maybe post-consult, uh, what do some of those look like?
2: Well, if anybody who's, anybody who's purchased a plan from us, first of all, we're available to them. Phone calls, texts, follow-up meetings. We want to make ourselves available. And that's part of that service. You know, we, uh, And really, that's maintaining the relationship. Our goal is to continue to serve you. We're here to answer the one-off questions all the time. But then, if you want to have us back, certainly we can, we can do that. And a lot of I have developed here now repeat clients that have me out each year to look at their habitat and make additional improvements. So one of my favorite things to do is to come back and give them a list. Here's here's your your to do list to keep keep taking it to the next step. But let's rewind back to that initial uh, property visit. They get that plan. First of all, the number one thing I do, and I give a a priorities list. Here are the things in the order I would do them in. That's critical for success. I think some of the major things you can do right away to help improve your property, especially if this is something that you need to build over the course of several years because it's a lot of work. We want to prioritize those things, and that's part of this of the plan in the report we give. But the first thing I say is take it in, spend time with that plan, learning it, studying it, going out in the field and doing it. Uh, before before you pick up a chainsaw, before you start doing work, uh, understand what's going on and the principles behind it. Our report includes a lot of background information. We're trying to teach the concepts, not just hand, uh, hand the concept or the plan over. Um, and then one of the next services that I like to talk about a lot is that next step. If they're looking to do that design work themselves or they're hiring somebody in or they're hiring us to do it, whatever that next step is, uh, or however they're doing the work, the next step often is to have that layout done. One of the most challenging things somebody might have is looking at that plan and being able to interpret it to uh, the lay of the land. You know, there's details and tweaks once you get out there where you're going to adjust things a little bit to fit. And it's a, that's why it's important to understand what you're trying to accomplish because when you get out there and, you know, maybe the topography is a little bit different than we saw in this virtual design, we need to make some adjustments. Well, that layout is uh, is a really popular service, and what that includes is, you know, our plans. Anybody who's seen them knows there's uh, whatever eight or ten different colors on there, all indicating something uh, in in the color coding scheme. I have all those ribbon colors in my tool belt, and I'll go out there and lay out everything. So it's laying out stands, blinds, hunter access, deer corridors, water holes, mock scrapes food plots on and on all these things to then allow people to, you know it takes the guesswork out they can go out there and see all these ribbons flying in the timber and they know exactly what it means and it's translating that design from the from paper or from that electronic file uh, out to their habitat
1: right and at that point there's no wondering about uh did the corridor go this way or this way or does it go up further up on the hill or right here that way we know right away exactly where everything needs to be Um, but we don't stop there Sam there's there's a a little bit of of extra work here on the back end where we can help folks who maybe they have a property and their timeline is condensed and they say you know what I don't have the time you know this off season maybe to implement some of this work but I want to be hunting well by the beginning of next year season I want to get this stuff done right away I want this property ready to go for me and my family and my friends as quickly as possible Uh, what are some of the other services
2: Right on. So after it's laid out, we can do that. Uh, you know, they can work themselves, and maybe they pick some projects to work on. And there's others they want to hire out. Uh, we do offer land management services. Uh, some of those, uh, some of those we're going to take on ourselves, and and do, and others that we work with. Uh, our network of providers that. Uh, go out there and do the work uh, that we general contract and coordinate uh, and get that done. So, what I'll often do after having that on site visit and talking with folks, uh, once we deliver that plan and that report, we are also giving a quote for those services to come back and do that. And that could, and it's a la carte, they could pick, uh, pick a few things they want done and a few things they pass on because you know, managing their resources, their budget, and their priorities. And maybe that we come back the following year and and do a little bit more and, and build it out over the course of time. So we we can anything that we're designing, we can then uh, help implement. And for some, that is the fast track to get it done, and it's money well spent because they are uh, it's not money they're uh, throwing away. They're investing it in the in the property. You know, they're getting it done and having it done to use now, and there's benefit in that as well as increasing the value. Just like a Improving your home and doing renovations when you improve a recreational property and a whitetail property, uh, you are increasing the value of what it's going to be worth uh, selling it to that next party, right? And one of the
1: big parts of of that, you know, land improvement service would be, uh, you know, much like a layout, you've got confidence that things are where they're supposed to be, the improvements are where they're supposed to be, uh, and the improvements are done correctly. There are some things that can be a little bit trickier, uh, maybe a, a little bit less intuitive for some folks. Cutting in a bedding area. I think of, you know, putting a travel corridor in. I think of, you know, especially when it comes to hinge cutting, hinging too far can be really, really bad. Not hinging far enough can be really, really bad. So we want to make sure that we're, you know, doing these things correctly uh, where they are. Um, you know, you, you, I always joke with people it takes 100 years to grow a 100-year-old oak tree. And so, if you just go into an area and you just start cutting willy nilly, and it's like, who knows really what I'm cutting or how I'm cutting? I'm just cutting because I know I'm supposed to cut in a bedding area here. Mm, you might want to you might want to be a little bit careful. Um, not that not that something you can do is going to be totally irreparable, um, but it may set you back a little bit. It may it may cost you in the long run if you end up um, you know doing something that maybe you shouldn't have done or putting it in the wrong location. You know, at, uh, I think of a stand site on uh, a landowner's property right now, 10 yards in any direction for this stand site is going to get him busted quite often. He's going to get in trouble uh, by the deer because of the way the thermals are going to be pulling in this in this specific location. But exactly where we have the stand, uh, and we know this because we were dropping milkweed and different things, exactly where we have that stand is is he's going to be fine, right? He's not going to get himself in mm-hmm. trouble. So... Sometimes, you know, we don't want to make any adjustments to that plan. We we want that exactly in the tree where we have it marked for. So, uh, Sam, any other services that we haven't covered that folks might be interested in?
2: Yeah, one of the things that we're working on with some of our team members, myself included, is uh, soon to be bringing uh, real, estate, real estate sales service. So whether you're buying or selling a piece of property um, to help you uh, if you're buying, find that ideal fit for you. You know, I've long stated my 60-some checkpoint or li- 60-some point list that I have to go through and develop what makes a good property for that individual owner and helping them have eyes for it. Um, and now we can do that with uh, being uh, licensed for real estate sales to actually help them with that transaction. Um, or if it's developing a property and it, time comes that uh, it's time to sell it and, and list it, that that's something we're gonna be in the best position for them uh, to help them market it and be able to fully and competently explain uh, the quality that somebody's getting when they buy that piece of ground. Um, one other thing, is just a side note, uh, is helping people just on a consulting basis, kind of like that two hour Q&A, uh, to buy a property. So that pre-purchase checklist, going through that, Uh, if they're considering a purchase, maybe it's in a state that we aren't licensed, uh, that we can help them uh, make a good decision, uh, even if we can't provide that uh, sales service.
1: Right, right, absolutely. Well, Sam, thank you so much for this conversation today. I think folks are going to be walking away uh, with some really good stuff. Folks, if you're interested, again, head to whitetailpartners.com, click on services. It's gonna show you a lot about what we do. We also have a learning center there where you can find this podcast, Uh, lots of helpful videos, some articles, all kinds of good stuff to help you change your property for good. Thanks for listening to this week's show. If you found this helpful, do us a favor and leave us a review wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And if you want to keep up with us, you can find us on Instagram at whitetail underscore partners on Facebook, whitetail partners, LLC on YouTube by simply searching whitetail partners or online at whitetailpartners.com.